Friends, allies, and Americans, welcome to the Defense of Democracy podcast, where we tell the stories of folks who defend your children's rights by advocating for inclusive public school systems and who fight for diversity across our nation. I'm your host, Karen Swoboda. Let's get into it. My guest today is John Flood. John is running for school board in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania. John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tell me about why you chose to run for school board. Okay. Well, about a year and a half, about two, almost two years ago, um, I read in our local Penn Live newspaper um, about a lady who was trying to ban books in my son's schools. And I was like, wait a minute, why are you doing this? And uh, so I decided I would go to the school board meeting and uh, tell them, hey, you know, as a veteran and as a supporter of the Constitution, I feel that this is not what we should be doing as, as citizens of this country, that, you know, you as a parent have a right to tell what your kid reads, but so do I. And so that, you know, and, and so it's it's really about defending those rights of those students to have books. Um I, ha- I happened to go at the same time that uh, the teachers union had just renewed their contract. And so um, there were probably 50 teachers in the room and we got a lot of applause and standing up for them, uh, which was which was great. And I thought, OK, we're good here. Um, I later read on some of the uh, I had somebody start sending me t- uh, Facebook clips of what these people who were trying to ban books were saying about me. And, you know, they started calling me a groomer and that I was trying to, you know, I wanted to molest children and all these other different crazy things. And, you know, I, I didn't know this till about a year later, actually. Uh, but at that point in time in April, I started seeing again that we had five of these people trying to run for our school boards. And one of them the in my my, my township, there was nobody running against this lady who was pro-student. Um, so at that point in time, I decided Wait, the that- woman was, The woman was pro-student? What does that mean? Oh, she was anti, well, she was anti-student. She, was a, she is the vice chair of the Moms for Liberty for Cumberland County. Um, I don't know if I want to share her name or not, but but she is the vice chair of, of Moms for Liberty. Um, and- and um, you know, I, I started reading about what she was wanting to talk about and how, you know, we were grooming children to be gay. And- you said yeah. that twice. Use that word twice. Talk about grooming and pedophiles. And I, I was just having a conversation with another one of my volunteers the other day who actually did suffer uh, childhood sexual abuse. And she talked very powerfully about how re-traumatizing it is for these groups of people to continually use that word and throw it around and and it becomes meaningless and it minimizes the experience of people who actually really experienced that. Yeah, that's 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 so very true. I mean and and from what they talk about a lot of times in our board meetings, it's if you aren't okay with them banning books um that they feel need to be banned because they're pornography or pornographic that you're supporting groomers that you in and in and of yourself have become a means for child predators to 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 hurt our children tell me what are some of the books that they were they were talking about banning um well you know the 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 usual suspects push uh they have uh the bluest eyes 
uh, the perks of being a wallflower. And that one kind of struck me personally because I, I, I have four kids. Uh, and one of my, my oldest daughters is a twin, but her favorite book growing up was The Perks of Being a Wallflower because she was kind of that very quiet, timid person and just kind of like, you know, and so it was like, why are, we, why are you banning this book that kids love, that children, that, you know, we're not giving this to elementary school kids. You know, these are only located in the high school. And what you're talking about in your daughter, it's like, like these books, children will relate to them because they want to see themselves in these books. That would make, that's what makes a good story. Right, right. And I mean, I can't, to me, the Toni Morrison, I can't get over the, you know, whatever. But uh, okay, so they, so they were banning, uh, working to, to censor, um, which is horrifying to, to see that happening in your school. Uh, you said you are a veteran. Where did you serve? I served in the United States Navy. I spent uh, nearly 10 years in, in the Navy. Uh, I served at, in most, most of my time on the West Coast, uh, San Diego, um, both on ship and on shore duty. Um, you know, at, at that point in time, as I was getting ready to, uh, to decide what am I going to stay in, going to spend the rest of my career here, um, I had a defense contractor offer me a lot more money than I was making. <laughs> so I was like, okay, time to go. So the journey from, uh, you know, the, to, to join uh, the, the service, uh, to parent, to advocate of, of our constitutional rights as, as families within this country to be able to, to choose what our children, how our children are going to be raised, to school board member. So, so here you are. When is, uh, so when is your election in Cumberland County? The, the election is November 7th, um, and it's, it, you know, we, I, I had to run as a write-in candidate because of the fact that um, I found out in April that they were running their, they had these five candidates who were running, um, and so I didn't have time, I missed the deadline to get onto the ballot. Uh, so I've been running a writing campaign for this, um, which was kind of a whole new experience. I've never ran for public office before in my life, never even considered it. You know, I mean, I've always been politically active in that I vote every election and that I support, you know, people who I believe support my values. Uh, but I've never really decided that, hey, I would throw myself in this race. Right. So running for school board as a writing candidate, like you've already you're already behind the eight ball. But I think you're where a lot of us are. We're like these these fascists are, are they try to sneak their way in. They try to they, they, you know, quietly get on the ballot and quietly get, you know, enough people to vote for them. And then all of a sudden uh, it's a disaster for the school. It, it is an invitation for chaos to enter your children's school. Defensive democracy does not endorse candidates. We're, we're passionately nonpartisan. I've never asked you what your political party is. But the reason we're having this conversation is because you had the courage to sign our pledge to protect our public schools. Uh, so the pledge was created, you know, really so that anyone, any good individual running for public office or who's in public office uh, should be able to sign because all it says is that I want, I will protect the civil rights of all members of my community. Right. Um, so, so if we could talk specifically about the pledge and, and why that appealed to you and why you signed it. Yeah, I, I think when I first heard about defensive democracy, I actually heard it through stop moms for Liberty, you know, and just kind of like doing research about them and, and, and trying to figure out. And I, and I thought, and I started looking at what the pledge was, what you guys were doing, and, and, and some of the objectives that we had. And I think they fell in line with where I was in my, my own views of what's important. 
you know, because I, I look at our school district in Cumberland Valley and Cumberland Valley School District, and we are a very diverse school district. You know, we have a large Indian population. We have a large, a large Hispanic population, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and other folks like that. And so each of them bring their own different values. I think when I went to my son's middle school has flags that represent all the kids from all the different countries. And there's 40 different nationalities represented in his middle school, you know, which to me is kind of a incredible thing. And it's neat to kind of have that diversity. Um, and I think it's a hallmark of what we value as Americans. You know, we are a melting pot. We are a group of people who, you know, my, my ancestry is English. My wife's is, is from Spain. You know, in Puerto Rican, you know, we, we, we have a diversity of those things. And that, that diversity is what makes us special. You know, I think in my time in the military as a military leader, you know, I didn't get to choose who I had under me, you know, and I have to understand culturally all of these different people to be able to make our unit a success. And, and that, we, we see that in the military a lot where you are diverse and we, we all get together. We learn what our mission is and we, when you, when we fight together. I just, I'm loving everything that you're saying. And I hope that anyone who's listening to this, uh, hears, uh, this is, you are the kind of person who I would want on my school board. You know, you don't have to have any kind of special characteristics other than understanding and accepting, um, what America is and what our values are as Americans. I love the visual of, of all the flags up in your in your child's school, uh, the embracing of the diversity within our country, the embracing of all the beautiful ways to, to worship or to to feel um, presence and spirituality. And of course, the different ways, uh, you know, that we each are we each learn to love each other and embrace each other. So. So that's so that's awesome. What I what I would like to do now is we're going to take just a brief uh, pause. We go into my favorite part of the show where I introduce one of our most valued volunteers in this volunteer shout out. Today's volunteer shout out goes to Renee and Susan. Susan and Renee have been attending and speaking up at Wake County Raleigh, North Carolina school board meetings. Renee and Susan host Advocacy Bites, a great podcast for sharing ways to show up for our public schools. And we're back, John. Welcome back to the show. So let's let's keep the conversation going. So, so talk to me. There have been, I have been reading uh, about some uh, really kind of unsettling, uh, nair, I say, uh, horrifying uh, things that have happened in your school district. Well, I, I think one of the latest things that we have is the the lady who is running in in my township, Silver Spring Township, is um, she's decided to bring in a a gentleman at at a meeting that she's having a fundraiser that's uh, being supported by a group called Take Back Our Schools, um, which is a political action group that has targeted Cumberland Valley and Cumberland County as a means of taking over all the school districts within there. Um, they have raised over $30,000 for school board races. That's which, insane. You know, I mean, I spent on my, my write-in campaign about $300, <laughs> you know, which is normal. <laughs> which is normal, right? That's that's a normal budget to run for school. $30,000. Yeah. 
you know, that's an enormous liability for you without having, or, you know, these, these people who truly want to advocate for the school system are so far behind the eight ball because of the fact that you don't have money pouring into your campaign. It makes it difficult for us to get our message out because they could send out all these mailers and saying, okay, in fact, one of the school board members who are currently running for reelection, he happens to be a high school history teacher. Um, they too, and he voted against any kind of book bans. And of course, they sent out flyers and mailers to everybody in his neighborhood saying that how could a father not want want to do these things? How could they want to molest children and open up? Like, and, you know, I, I've been talking to him, telling him, hey, you really need to sue these people, <laughs> you know, for defamation of character. You know, not for nothing. I think that I think that the recourse is going to be where it hurts them. It is lawsuit. Uh, if, if someone has accused you of being a pedophile or a groomer, that needs to be something that people are held accountable for. So that's just my personal opinion. I know that there are lots of attorneys that are, hesitate to take something like that, uh, which is why it gives these awful people, um, you know, sort of, there's no recourse. So they can accuse anyone of anything. Um, what a horrible, what horrible, horrible experience to, to put a parent through. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, I mean, I know this guy, he's a football coach. He's a good, decent guy. He was actually one of my daughter's, history teachers. And so, you know, he, he's got good values, even, even if he's a different political party than I am. Right. We can talk about things and we can have good conversations about that. We may not always agree, but we can, we can talk about these things. So let's talk about the campaign because that's coming up. So we, I want to get your message out. So you have signed the pledge to protect our public schools, which says that you will not only represent everyone in, in your school district, but that you will advocate for libraries and public education. So how many, how many people are running and how many seats are open? Okay. There are just in my, my, in my township, there are two seats open and there are four people running. Um, one of them is, is a, a, a good, a good gentleman, the teacher I was talking about. The other, the other two are both, um, one is the vice chair for the Moms for Liberty in Cumberland County, and the other one has uh, been known to support book bans in other townships in Bucks County and then York County, other places where they've done these book bans. Um, so we're really trying to worst case scenario would both of those people get on the school board uh, because in another township within there, we have two more. They're, now, they're not Moms for Liberty guys. But they are definitely supporters of the same ideology. Right. You know? And Moms for Liberty, we use that we use that name a lot because it's just the biggest, most well-known one. But there are certainly spin-off groups. There's Awake Illinois and Pace New York and you know, all over the country. They go by different names. So we'll just say you have two seats open, four people running, two fascists, and two Americans. Okay. Right. So, um, and, and the, of course, the fascists are the ones with the deep pockets who can probably, you know, get a billboard and, and TV commercials and all of this. And, and you, yeah. here we are, like, we're doing what we can. We're on, we're on our little podcast. Yeah. And I, and I think one of the cool things is, and this is what I found, and, and it was what's encouraged me. You know, I had a month to get this campaign going, um, you know, when we did in the primary. And we, we garnered almost, we we garnered about 20% of the vote, including almost 5 to 10% of the vote from Republicans. 
you know, and I was running as a Democrat, but, but, but it, it's, it's, it makes a difference when people start hearing the message of what we're value, you know, what's important to them because they don't care about book bans and all of this stuff. They want to know, okay, well, boy, how are you going to help our, our kids with special education programs? You know, our school district is one of the fastest growing in the state of Pennsylvania. And how are we going to, to deal with that growth? And, and then most importantly, a big one is also, you know, what about my, my property taxes? Why are my property taxes always going up? And, you know, being able to have real conversations with people about what's really happening in our schools is, is what gets our message out and what helps our, our people to understand this is about more important things. Exactly. And, and, you know, there's this, you know, there's this opportunity now to, to vote in uh, people like yourself who are looking at the big picture and, and the best for the community. And then a group of people who just want to undermine the public school system so that they can turn it into a, uh, a Christian uh, nation, quote unquote. Um, so, and we do say at Defense of Democracy, there is more good than bad. You know, yes, the people who are on the bad side, the fascists, the Christo-fascists, they have deep pockets. They've got enormous amounts of money and uh, they've got political backing most of the time. But what we have is the majority. All right. There are more good than bad people out there, which is kind of reflecting itself in the fact that you have been able to secure so much support already with a write in, you know, as a writing candidate. So I heard that the woman who is actually and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but there had been somebody who had um, uh, either made death threats or had posed as, uh, you know, another person, a, a dead woman. So so is that is that this person we're talking about? She's not the actual candidate who's running, but she is part of that campaign and, and they're there, you know, they, they have gotten, you know, the, I, and it's kind of hard to say because they don't necessarily put their name on, on these flyers that they send out. Tell the story though, who, so there is a, so I want to make sure I get this correct. There is a woman who is a member of the Moms for Liberty group in your community who is still a member of that group, even after she did. Well, well, she is, she, like I said, the, the, the flyer that she sent out to all of our neighbors regarding that teacher and calling him a molester. Um, she has verbally threatened uh, school board members saying that we're coming for you and that we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to do threats of violence and things like that against our school board members. If you don't kowtow to what our beliefs are. And she's done that publicly, right? Like you can, you could see that. Yeah. People, people don't believe it. They say that's too, that can't be right. No, no, you share them with us so that when people watch this podcast, I want, I want you to see exactly what we're saying, that it is not exaggeration. We don't throw, we, I say this all the time. We don't, don't exaggerate. I tell all my volunteers, you know, we don't exaggerate, don't name call, don't, don't get down in the dirt, but you don't exaggerate because you don't have to. So you're going to provide us with the proof and we will be happy to share that on your behalf. Yeah, yeah, I'll get I'll get a copy of the flyers and things that they've sent out and just kind of like, you know, that that way you guys can see what they've done. And I've got some of them already. You know, we have two candidates who are running, I said, in the other township. And, you know, one of them is a retired Army, I mean, Air Force colonel. And uh, the other one is a professor of mathematics at a local college. And uh, just before you go on, do either of them even have kids in the school district? Both of those people do have kids in the school district, you know. My opponent, she doesn't even have kids in the school district. Her kids go to a Christian school. What a surprise, you know? 
I've always wanted to go up and ask her. So when you, if you win the seat, are you going to put your kids in here? And I do have a son. I have, I, my youngest is the only one who's still in school, but he goes to these schools. And so, you know, this is kind of like, I'm there to help make sure that every child has, has that opportunity to, to be successful. I just, I think it's so important for people when they, when they hopefully now everybody will be inspired to get out and vote, but that when they do, as you're looking at who is running for school board in your town, yes, anybody, anyone who lives there can run for school board, but question the ones uh, who don't have kids in the school district who don't have some of I've seen a lot where they, they don't have children at all. And then others where they have children say in private Catholic school, but yet I want, I, I this is where I'm, you know, going to be, I'm going to be on the school board. Uh, you know, even though I clearly don't trust the public school system, no matter what. So I just wanted to make sure that my listeners know when, when you are going to look who's running for school board, take a look at who has kids and who doesn't. And then, you know, I mean, don't make a blank, you know, overall decision based on that, but then, then fit, look a little closer at the ones who, who may not. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I think one of the things that we challenge here, and, and I'll give an example, the, on the primary ballot, um, you, in Pennsylvania, we can cross file, so we can run both as a Republican and as a Democrat. Um, and what this, ha- what happened in, in our primary election is that, the, the vice chair of the Moms for Liberty got 400 votes from the Democratic Party because they didn't do their research. Whoa. Because, so, you know, this is kind of where it gets really important for, you know, grassroots small campaigns like myself to get that word out and have the ability to talk to people, you know, because once those ballots, once the, the mail-in ballots go out in October, you know, you really have about two weeks to really kind of make sure that they understand who to vote for and who not to. Um, so it, it, it it's it's critically important, especially in this municipal election this year, for everybody to get out and vote because it, it's, you know, these are real issues and real impacts are going to happen to people. You know, um, and our schools are at stake. They were, and the schools are, you know, ultimately it's the country, right? This is yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're a member also of Veterans Defending Democracy. For that, yes, I am I very grateful. You. Uh, you also made a wonderful donation that just showed up on my doorstep. Um, so, so we have to, Defense of Democracy has on our website defenseofdemocracy.org. We have a button where you can click support, and you can purchase things for our staff and volunteers. Uh, and you went and purchased one of our one of the laptops we were looking for. So I, I want to say that we are very grateful for that donation. It will, it will, we will put it to good use. So thank you. I would, so in closing, you know, as we're wrapping up, what, what are some final thoughts you want to leave uh, everybody with as we close the show? I think it's really about making sure that everybody looks at their school board races and, 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 and go through and, and, and go through each candidate with a fine tooth comb to make sure that they're voting for the right people, you know, for pro-education people. Uh, because, you know, the, parental rights group are very good at making it sound, oh yeah, we're all for parental rights, you know, and it sounds wonderful. Great. We all are. <laughs> but what's underneath that is really can be very dangerous. And so we have to talk with people and we have to research this stuff and find out who your candidates are and make sure you vote pro public education candidates. People can. 
go right to our website, defenseofdemocracy.org, click the pledge and scroll down and see, and there are people all over the country who have been signing this. Um, so that's a real easy way. I mean, if we could get, you know, I'm, I'm looking for as many people to sign this thing as we can to just say, if you, if, if you want just a quick one-stop shop, go to our website and see who signed it in, in your area. And, you know, now you know how to, who, who's pro public ed. So thank you for that. Um, John, it has been a pleasure speaking with you. And uh, I would definitely love to, to see you return, uh, hopefully victorious after uh, November 7th and, and, you know, meet up again and see how that went. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Ken, for having me. I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. You're welcome. We'll talk again. Thanks for listening to the Defense of Democracy podcast. If you like what you've heard, you can find out more at defenseofdemocracy.org. Please consider becoming a support partner by texting the letters D-O-F-D, that's Defense, O-F, Democracy, to 44321. Stay strong and remember, there is more good than bad out there and you're standing on the right side of history.